And welcome to the Daily Cornmeal on Gue 101.5 FM. You said Dalsor Pueblo. I am Chris Gomez. Today I have two special guests with me in the studio from the Purchase Referred Care Division of the Department of Health and Human Services. I've got a PRC supervisor, um, Monica Ramirez. How are you doing, Monica? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great this morning. Thank you for asking. And we've got um, PRC claims um, specialist, Dora. Ariasa, right? Ariasa. Ariasa. I told you I was going to get that wrong. <laughs> I already knew it off the bat. It's I apologize okay. for that, Dora. It's okay. Yeah, so um, thanks for joining us. Today's Friday, April the 26th. Of course, you're listening to the Tribes podcast, The Daily Corn Mill, uh, where we talk about uh, everything going on within the Pueblo, um, Indian country, different departments. So um, one of the most important departments or divisions that we have here at the Pueblo is the Purchase Re- Referred Care Division. And, um, you know, thank you guys for joining me today. You're welcome. Okay, so um, we're going to just start um, off with the simplest question. What, what is purchase referred care for the people out there that don't know? Uh, purchase referred care is a payer of last resort. We pay out claims to outside providers, care that can't be given at the clinic. Uh, so any, you see your PCP after that, they would refer you to an actual specialist. That's yeah. where purchase referred care would come in. And PCP is your primary care, care physician. physician, right? Okay, so so um, these are uh, services that take place outside of the tribe's clinic. So the clinic's located at, right now, it's currently 9314 Juan Chido. And I only know that yes. off the top of my head because um, I grew up like right across the street <laughs> at 9313. You know, that's my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you know, we would always get like, like the mail, um, from, from, um, that was supposed to go to the clinic by accident. And sometimes one of the employees would come and bring us like, like mail. That was my mom's that went oh. over there by accident, you know, other side of the street. So it, it's cool. Cause like we had plenty of parking for parties and stuff, <laughs> you know, but, um, so, um, you're, you're, you're when, um, the primary care physician ref, ref, um, refers uh, a tribal member out. You guys take care of the, um, I guess, the copay for that? How, how does that work? It would be coinsurance and deductible. Coinsurance and deductible. Okay, so um, you're the payer of last resort, like you said earlier, right? So that that, that just means that we're going to exhaust all other options before uh, um, the tribe's purchase referred care will step in, correct? Yes, and there's tribal members that believe that PRCs and insurance but just to clear it up, PRC is not an insurance. It's a pair of last resort. It's a pair of last yes. resort. So, yeah, if you're out there um, and, and somebody asks you, like, what insurance do you have? And you say um, PRC, um, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> they're the pair of last resort. Yes. Yeah, they're there. So, um, okay, um, how, how long have you been with uh, um, PRC, Monica? I have six years with PRC and three years as a supervisor. Oh, wow. Cool. And you, Dora? I've been with PRC for five and a half years already. Okay, so you more or less started at the same time. Yes. And how is it? How has PRC changed over over that time period? It's actually gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, years back when I started with the department, um, it was more paper. Mm-hmm. So now we did away with paper. So now everything is digital and filed electronically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it so just makes the job a lot easier. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah, moving into the digital age, it seems like everything's going to be in there. I, I remember, um, and we'll get into the renewal of the PRC mm-hmm. card. It's so much easier to go renew now. 
Like, it, it, especially me that I have so many kids <laughs> that I, I would leave there with writer's cramp. But, I mean, you guys have done, like, a great job, like, getting those forms, like, pre-populated and making it easier for yes. tribal members to, you know, get in and out. Um, so who is eligible for PRC services? Uh, anyone who resides in the El Paso, Hudspeth County area. Okay, and any tribal member, right? Yes. Yeah, Isla del Sur Pueblo tribal yes. member, right? Because there might be a little bit of confusion out there because I know the clinic is open to any Native American person, right? Yes, That's correct. That's en enrolled, but PRC itself, like if they're referred out, um, you guys won't pay any of that last resort. No, they're only allowed to see the clinic. Yeah, so their, their tribe might have something for them, but but um, usually there's a service area involved, right? Yes. Yeah. It, it's your headphone is caught there. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good thing this is on the radio because <laughs> they're they're making me laugh here in the studio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, the funny things that you guys don't see behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, so um, um, I, I know that Obamacare, um, well, the um, the Affordable Health Care Act. I, I just uh, I'll laugh at how they call it Obamacare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, passed a few years ago. How did that change the department? Did it have any kind of effect on you guys or anything? Not really. They uh, Uninsured tribal members are required to go apply for it. Most of them don't take it because they can't afford the premium. The premium. So all the only requirement is to bring in the paperwork, but they're not uh, expected to Accept mm -hmm. the, the insurance. Yeah, but I, I know it does help the tribe as a whole when they when they do take it, right? Because that's like expenses that that um, PRC doesn't have to. Um, yes, because like we're federally funded through Indian Health Services, um, we only get a certain amount of money for the year, so we try and stretch that money to help as many tribal members medically necessary. Okay, so yeah, I mean, we're all in this together, and like, we all have to do our collective part. You know, you yeah. don't you don't want to be abusive with it. You want to get your referrals and do things the right way, yes. and um, avoid the emergency room for yes. you know little yes. little things that you can take care of at like a much lower cost clinic, or you An know, urgent like wait. clinic. Or, or I mean, I mean, I think it's just our responsibility as as tribal members or um to you know, take care of our health, like, period, and not to wait till something gets, like, like to that bad. Yes, of To course. where you're at that bad state where you have to go to the ER. I remember this one year that, um, and, you know, I have an ER story. <laughs> um, it, it was the San Antonio piece, and I had, like, an ingrown toenail that was just, like, really bad, like, you know, and, and um, I was dancing that year. And um, so, I mean, like, it's just bothering me and bothering me out throughout the day, but, you know, I'm going to tough it out. I'm going to gut up. I'm going to man up, whatever, you know, and I could see the moccasins start to turn pink, you know, and, and I mean, I, I take, you know, the, the dance finishes, I go to my mom's house cause it's closer to, um, there after, you know, and, and we're eating some leftovers from the feast and stuff and I take off my moccasin and it's a bloodbath. Yeah, and um, I mean, it was, uh, I don't remember who the supervisor was at the time, but there was that emergency number that you had to call. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to go to the ER for this. <laughs> like, oh. you know, it's 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 pretty bad in there. So I did go to the ER and, you know, um, PRC did help me with that. But it wasn't called PRC back then. Like, it was Contract Health Services. <laughs> it was CHS. Contract Health Services. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think um, like a lot of people are always asking, like, why do you guys change the names? And it's not really the departments that change the name yes. so much. It's it's um, like a new federal law will come out, like the mm -hmm. Affordable Care Act, you know what I mean? And they come up with new acronyms in that law. I know it happened with the Workforce Investment Act. Before that was like JTPA and CIDA. And you know now it's, um I think, the Workforce Investment and Opportunity Act. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, yeah, back then <laughs> I had to call that number. So when they do have an emergency, do they still have to call in? Like yes. call it in to let you guys know? They have 72 hours to report an ER visit. And our number is 915-858-2117. If we're not in at the time, you can always leave your name and number or a brief description of the hospital and um, if you're insured or not, the reason. And then we can always note that down. But you do have 72 hours to report it. If not, it will be denied. Okay, so 72 hours, call that number there and make sure you leave a message. I know people are shy to leave a voicemail yes. sometimes, but I, um, just so that it's documented, right? Yes. It's all about documentation. And and um, like, I know they can assure you that your information, any message you leave, like nobody's going to like get into it and hear why you were at the hospital. So you got your whole clinic is really good about um, HIPAA and, you yes. know, privacy and none of your information is ever released to the the to anybody, to any outside entity, or it's your files, your file, and they uh, do a really good job there to keep it um, private like it should be. Yes. And uh, abide by all the federal uh, rules and regulations. So um, what do I have to do to remain eligible for, for PRC services? Come in once a year, renew your card, fill out that paperwork that's already pre-populated, and bring in utility bill or proof of address. We even take driver's license, Texas IDs, IDs. now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, utility bill. And it, it, is it still around the birthday? Yes, you have to update um, every year on your birthday. And you can come anytime that month, your birthday month. Okay. And and um, what happens if I go come past the deadline, like, like past my birthday? To be able to receive PRC services and to use your PRC card, um, you have a week after your birthday to be able to use your PRC card. But... There is a late fee, so if you update your PRC card 30 days after your birthday, then you will be charged a $15 fee. A $15 fee. On top the $2 PRC card fee. Okay, so um, you'll end up paying $17. Yes. So you want to avoid that late yes. fee. If you know your birthday's coming up, it should already be in your mind. I mean, me, I've, I've done it my whole life. I'm, I'm not the most responsible person <laughs> when it comes to that, you know, just, uh, um, but, you know. Um, it's just very important because we've had... Um, some concerns, you know, mm -hmm. that we do get um, priority ones, like life-threatening mm -hmm. um, issues or trouble members that end up in the hospital with life-threatening issues. Mm -hmm. And we come to find out that their PRC card is expired. You know, this yeah. is why it's very, very important to have your PRC card, you know, effective. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things where, I mean, you just kind of take it for granted until yes. you need it, you know. Yes. And then when you need it and you haven't, you know, taken the time to go in there and... and get that updated yes. it might be too late you know and we're open during our lunch hour you know and oh, that's, that's good that's to know one reason you know um due to people that are working or they can you know try and update their prc card during their lunch hour so we're open from eight to five the only thing is that prc updates do stop at four yeah but so we're open through lunch okay so yeah um you can go in there uh, um, all the way up until four o'clock yes. so on your lunch hour and it doesn't take that yes. long no, like it, it, it really doesn't like they have the forms pre-populated so you just gotta make any quick changes but i mean like all your basic information is already, it's already there. there yeah i remember um, um some years ago um before you guys went digital and everything like you really had to go and fill out a new form yes. every year but it's not like that anymore so um people with children do, do you update on each child's birthday 
Yes. Okay. It's so everybody individually. Everybody is an individual now. A PRC card. Okay. Uh, um. So um. Just so that everybody is out there, I found that out this year, but I asked just for our audience, just so you know, I don't want you guys to look yeah. at me like Chris should know this by now. <laughs> yeah. But but um, you know, it's just for our audience and everything. So um, what healthcare providers are are we able to see? Is there a list or um? How, how does it work? We call them preferred care providers. We really don't. Um, I mean, for our uninsured, you would go to Candelaria. We do get a lot of calls to people who are insured, and they say, well, where do I go? Really, that's an HR um, question. You need to call or call your insurance, ask them, where can I go? Because if, if we tell you go see Dr. XYZ and Dr. XYZ wasn't on your insurance, then we're not going to pay for it. Yeah. Okay, so so make sure you check with your insurance provider through your employer or, or your yes. spouse's employer yes. or wherever you get your insurance, your parents' uh, um, employer um, um, before that. And then um, PRC is the payer of last resort. So you're going to go in there, right, and probably have to pay your copay? Yes. Uh, you know, uh, and in most cases, right? Yeah, um, there's probably some, some preferred providers that already know, like, oh, okay, well, it's the PRC card. We're just going to bill them. But in some cases, like, like we might have to pay the copay, like, out of pocket, uh, right. Yes, yes, it just differs uh-huh. for our elders. Anybody over the age of sixty-two, um, PRC pays everything. Oh the wow! Copay, coinsurance, and deductible. Oh wow! Yeah, awesome. But okay, we so. do have some circumstances to where we have priority ones. So the priority ones, we also pay the copay, coinsurance, and deductible. Okay, and priority ones for those people that don't understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong. That's when um, um the funding starts to run a little bit low, right? And We've, we've, we've got to kind of stretch it out till the next funding cycle. Yes. If you want to use PRC when you're being sent out to a specialist, um, everything has to be approved. Mm-hmm. So before even going and you do want to use PRC, um, it's really important to have a blue referral and have an approval. Mm-hmm. And then, and um, then that's done through your PRC committee, right? Yes, because we do have a committee. Okay, and so. there, there's healthcare professionals on that committee, and and yes. um, you know just different people that so yes. they. So yeah. the committee will prioritize um, whatever you're requesting. Mm-hmm. They'll prioritize if it's a one, two, or three. Yeah, and it, it, it's unfortunate that uh, um, Indian Health Services is so underfunded. You know, I I, I know um, it, it's one of the things that that tribal leadership everywhere just um, advocates for that. You know, you never give us enough funding for our medical needs, and um, you have a treaty responsibility to to do so. And and um, we're just grossly underfunded as Native American people in general, just every tribe in general. I don't think there's a tribe out there that says like, yeah, we had plenty of PRC funds. We didn't have to go priority one. And and it's really sad like that you have to prioritize that, you know, especially. Yes, it is because it's hard to say no to someone. Mm. And it's not that we're denying their service, like their care. It's Mm -hmm. just we're denying the PRC payment. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and it's really hard to say no. But this is why we have to prioritize to try and stretch the money. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people get confused because when they get denied, they Mm -hmm. think, well, the doctor sent me there. So why are you denying it? Yeah. We're not saying that your doctor is wrong. We're just saying we don't have the funds at the moment. We're, we're not going to be able to cover mm-hmm. your yes. deductible yes. or whatever it is. Yes. So, I mean, you can still go You're and still, get the yes. service. You still should go. Yeah. Because if your doctor oh, absolutely. is asking you to go, but... Yeah. At that time, PRC just cannot make the payment on it. Yeah. I mean, and I, I just, okay, well, I look at it both ways. Like, yes, um, Indian Health Services has an obligation to fund us. And I mean, that's out of your control, though, the PRC staff. You know, that, that, yes. that's in our lawmakers' hands on Capitol Hill and, you know, where, how they allocate funding, you know, whether they want to send it, 
you know, the fight wars yeah. or, you know, um, build whatever, you know, uh, um, instead of um, funding healthcare for Native American people, you know, which is which are uh, um, contractually obligated to do, um, you know, that that, that that's w- one thing. But then like me as an individual tribal member, I just feel blessed like for anything that I get, like any kind of services, because um, those services aren't available on the outside to just your regular average um, person, you know. Um, and, and yes, I understand that my ancestors suffered like, you know, for me to get that. But yes. so if I get like anything like at you know like I'm grateful for it you know so you Definitely. know if you know this service at the end you know gets my sprang ankle gets you know denied in committee well you know oh well you know mm-hmm. you know somebody needed it more you know maybe somebody with mm-hmm. cancer or, you know it was more life-threatening than you know you, you you really have to um look internally and you know just Kind of not. I I I just don't like it when they 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 attack employees yes. who have nothing to do with you know funding allocations or. Exactly. I mean, you're just there processing yes. people through. Yes. So, you and know, PRC can be confusing. Uh, mm-hmm. We do have a lot of information, and we have certain rules and guidelines we have to follow. But we always tell our tribal members, give us a call. Our doors are always open. You know, mm-hmm. stop by. Mm-hmm. You know, we can explain to you. You know how we work or what we need from you if you want the PRC help. Yeah, and I'll vouch for that because, like, I've always gotten, like, great service from PRC, like, whether, um, you know, it was for myself or a family member that I had to call for or, you know, like, like you are helpful. And, you know, I mean, and I've been denied, like, for, <laughs> for things, too. And, I mean, you know, uh, um, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, that that, that committee, I'm, I'm sure like it, it's got to be, like, really difficult there, you know what I mean, to have, you know, that kind of um, weight to shoulder on you, yeah. you know, but... Um, you know, yeah, um, just it's part of being a government. You have to, yes. you know, make the make we those rules, rules and decisions. So yes. I know Monica, you sent me the new guidelines at the beginning of the year, which we posted on on um, the website there. So you can find those at the tribe's website at www.isladadelsurpueblo.org. Um, were there any major changes that you want to talk to talk about in those guidelines from compared to last year? Well, the last major ones were 2017. I'm thinking next year we'll have to add more because as the years go on, we start to realize like, oh, we should have added this or now we need to add this. So since 2017, the only thing that has changed is um, we changed the, and that was since last year, anybody over the age of one that has not been registered with PRC needs to wait six months. So even if we know that you lived in El Paso, but your baby turned a year and one day. Mm-hmm. Now you need to wait six months to be qualified for PRC. Yes, yeah, so it's really important. You don't want that to yes. happen to you just to get them in there, you know, de- definitely. But that, that's that's really good information to know. So the kids get their own card. You know, we, we established that and everything. Um, what what um, medical or billing records just in general should um, tribal members hang on to? Like like when they go for a doctor's visit, just in general, maybe they don't even have anything. What what would you recommend? A lot of tribal members hold on to their EOBs, the explanation of benefits that mm-hmm. come in through the mail to your house personally. Mm-hmm. Some tribal Sometimes members I hold try on to throw them. those away thinking they're junk mail. Or <laughs> because if you receive yeah. a bill, I mean, we could always request them, but it'll mm-hmm. take us a little bit longer to get the EOB. If you have the EOB and you bring in the bill, we can match it mm-hmm. to make sure that the information is correct. Yeah. And, and I mean that I, you you just mandatory have to have that on file, right? Like you can't. Well, PRC will have it no yeah. matter what. Yeah, but we will get it from the the provider. provider. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. Um, and then um, we talked about renewing the PRC card. So it's good for one year, right? Yes. Yeah. So you have to renew every year. On your okay? birthday. So on even your if birthday. you came uh, Six in months October, late. yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So it's, it's every gonna, year on your birthday. Yeah, on okay. Your birthday. So if you came yes. a month before your birthday, you got to renew a month later. It's going to be on your birthday. On your birthday. If you're six okay. months late. Yeah, or in your birthday month. month anyway. Yes. Yeah, so it, it say you got a late fee, like like my birthday was in March, for example, right? And um, I waited till May, and um, you know, um, I don't want to pay the late fee. I have to wait till my next birthday, or will I have to pay two late fees at that point? It just depends. If they catch you, <laughs> yeah, you'll pay one. Sometimes, okay, yeah, uh, we won't catch it. We won't mm -hmm. see that you weren't here last year. Yeah. And You'll get through. Yeah, I'm just giving an extreme <laughs> example. So, I, I mean, you know, let's all do our part and just go in on time like, you know, we should. And it literally, yes. like, takes less than 10 minutes. Like, I think the walk from my car to the your office takes longer, you know, to do. And then um, yeah. I, I know um, the forms are online, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so you, um, again, www.isladelsorpueblo.org. Um, go under Tribal Services and, and go do the um, Community Health Center and... and You'll find PRC underneath that there. Um, okay. Um, and um, say I moved from California or Alaska over here. Am I immediately eligible for services? You, okay, let's say, for instance, you're moving back from California. It's very important to go and report it to PRC as soon as possible because we're you're going to be put in a six-month probation period, but it starts the day you walk into PRC to report it. So if you move back, let's say you come in, we've had tribal members, they come in and tell us, well, I've been here since December of 2018. So why can't you count that time? And it's, I'm sorry, because we have forms that need to be filled out. Yeah. So, so we have to count the day that you come in. Mm -hmm. And from the day that you go in, we count those six months. And then you do receive a letter through the mail as a reminder to come in and update. And then once a six month period um, comes through, then you get a PRC card for PRC services. Okay. And like Monica said before too, that doesn't mean you can't see a doctor in six months, okay? Like, like Yes, correct. You yeah. can get services in-house, uh -huh. but anything outside of the clinic, you're on your own. Yeah, so so you can still go to the clinic. You can yes. still get your dental work, um, you know, your optometry direct services. Yes, but any prescriptions, if they send you for a diagnostic mm -hmm. testing, um, any labs outside of the facility, then you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on your own. But, but still, you can still, still be seen, get though. those done, though. Get those yes. done, you know. Yes, because yeah. um, you do have a time limit. When you report that you just moved back and you're in the six-month probation period, um, when you send, when you receive that letter, you have 30 days okay. to walk into PRC to renew and do a full update to get your PRC card. Past 30 days, you have to restart the six-month probation period. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. All right. So, so it's very, very important. Yeah, take that, that you, serious. Yes, that you go in um, as soon as you receive that letter. Or if you remember, you know, that you're supposed to go in, um, it's best to do it and don't let the 30 days pass because you have to start the six month again. Okay. And another question that I have is, uh, um, what about like... Um, I know, like, a lot of people are, like, maybe going to work at the oil fields in Odessa or um, you have kids that go to college or are they eligible for services or or um, because they're in college somewhere else, uh, did they lose their eligibility? They are eligible. They're considered transients, which is on the PRC guidelines. Okay. So they remain eligible. 
Yeah, and that that's become like a real big thing over like the last couple of years mm-hmm. with the oil boom. Like I know yes. a lot of people, you know, they they work out of town now. And the one thing that we do ask um, for people that are working out of town or they're going to school is that still um, report any visits to PRC. That way, there won't be a delay a delay like with payment, or we can request the information that is needed. Um, so um, it's really good to just call PRC and just say, you know what, I needed to go to the ER. I went to this hospital, and then we note that down. That way, um, as soon as we receive a claim and we need more information on it, you know, we can request what's needed. Yeah, and they can just email you that information, right? They don't have to like physically bring it in. Um, it's best if you just call us. Yeah, like somebody working out of town. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, I, I I man, there's a lot going through my head right now. Uh, um, you guys have a lot of, lot to take care of, so um, I, I I mean I'm I'm gonna bring this up just because um you're here Dora, but um so there was an article in the El Paso Times today about Justin Maes, you're 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 Justin Maes's uh, mother, yes, right? I am. Yeah, of course. If you don't know who he is, um, first of all, you're living under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, so he's one of our, our more um famous tribal members, I guess, because um he was drafted in the third round by the Toronto Blue Jays yes, uh, as a was. pitcher there. And the article today was about his um, shoulder surgery. So I've been dying to get him in the studio. <laughs> like, like, you know, I just kind of don't run into him when he's in town or, you know, whatever, whenever it is. But, I mean, I'd love to sit down with him for an hour. So I had your other son, Carlos, who, and I mean, and congratulations to you to have two kids that, you know, like one um, played college baseball. You know, that yes. in, in of itself is, you know, like a big accomplishment. And yes, he I could did never... awesome too, and he was on a full scholarship. Yeah, West Texas A&M, yes. right? Yeah, so, I mean, like, I could never even make a team, like, when I was, <laughs> like, in school. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication. Yeah, let, it doesn't come easy. Yeah, let alone, let alone um, you know, um, make it to college. But yes. then, then, you know, and Justin comes out a couple of years after him and gets drafted. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and he, and he had like an absolutely amazing run, like when he was um, playing at Isleta and stuff. Yes. But it was amazing. It was a great yeah. experience. Um, it would even get overwhelming at times. Like it was I really bet. surprising. Um, after every game or during a game, um, we'd have it grew to having almost like twenty scouts. Wow, you know, so, so they, what was they'd that? All, they'd all be waiting for him, you know, for the yeah. game to finish to have a little talk with him. So. You know, it was it was draining at times, but it was all worth it. Yeah, and I, I mean, like for anyone who's ever met Justin, like um, he's such a humble oh he is kid. Like you would never know that you know he has he's like he's a normal kid, and he says you know I what say kid, I'm no he's better. a grown man yeah. now, but and know. he says you know what I'm no better than anybody else. Yeah, I'm just a normal person, just yeah, like, like you and I. You you wouldn't even know. He, like, nope. you know, like if you didn't know, like, you know, like, like it, that, that he was a professional baseball player, like, like you would never know. You would never know. He like goes he to never McDonald's, m- he'll go to Sonic. <laughs> and to him, he's just yeah. a normal person. He says, mom, I'm no better than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, yes, I have an awesome job. Yes, I was drafted. I do what I love doing, but I'm no better than anybody He's yeah. a very humble, um, kind person. Yeah, no, he he is. So I, I mean, and it speaks volumes to um your your job as a parent. I, you know what you do with your kids, and you know Thank just you. that takes a lot of par- parent support. Like a a child can't do that by themselves. Yes. I, and I know he he's a grown up now, but you know that that that's really awesome, and it's a great point of pride. So. Um, I put that article up on the Nisted del Sur Pueblo's um, Facebook. It's about his shoulder surgery. So how is he doing with that? He's doing really good. As a matter of fact, the coaches are very surprised on how quickly he started recovering from his surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, not even two months later, he was moving his arm. Um, he was riding a bicycle because they um, 
they did mention to him that that would help him a lot as exercise. But um, he pushes himself. That's one thing that he has, that he does push himself. He doesn't let, he doesn't let himself down. But um, it did take a lot of hard work. Rehab every single day, even here at home. While he was here at home, um, off-season, um, he would work out every single day on his arm. He had his exercises to do, um, his throwing. Um, he would go to Isleta High School baseball field and um, throw. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, I'm sure they loved having him there yes, like, throwing they did. for a while, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did. Yeah. So, so like, where, where is he right now? Like, where, Right where? now, he's in Dunedin, Florida. Mm-hmm. He's with the single-A advanced team. Oh, okay, great. And then um, how long do you think he'll be before he gets on the mound? Um, he's looking maybe three, four weeks. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. he'll so see, he'll, be soon. he'll see action this it season. Soon. He's excited. He's yeah, very well. excited. Yeah, I bet. I, 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 I would imagine that it's just hard for an athlete to sit there while, you know, your teammates are. Yes. Yeah. Doing that. That's what he everything. says. He says, mom, it gets, it gets kind of boring. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not being able to do anything, but, um, we're all getting that adrenaline already where, you know, we're counting days. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I'll have to ask you how he's doing. And then um, in the off season, I definitely have to get him in here. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you know, and, and get him to talk and, bra- <laughs> and, 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 and brag about himself and, you know, his hard work. Because, you know, like, like, like I, I really do think it's like such a wonderful thing, you know, like uh, we had the big draft party for him yes, and everything. We did. And, and I want to thank Tribal Council yeah. for that. You know, we got a lot of support. Mm-hmm. A yeah, lot of support. Yeah, and, and there was just a lot of like energy and everything. <laughs> and, you know, like um, I, I think kids see that and, you know, like they're like, well, maybe that could be me, you know, like if yes, I work hard. Definitely. And everything. Definitely. And that's what he does tell, you know, the younger kids, the younger generation, you know, that you can do it. It's just staying focused. And one thing is being disciplined. You know, because that's what scouts look for is discipline. So um, anybody can do it. It's just working hard, you know, keep your mind on the right track, you know, because there's always the bad out there, but it's always making the right decisions. Yeah, great, great. So um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about PRC-wise that, you know, you feel tribal members or Indian country should know about or just in general or? No, I mean, I think we got it cover like we say if anybody has any questions that they think we didn't cover feel free to call us you know our doors are always open okay and where could where could they find you guys uh we're at the 9314 juan chito but it's the building behind behind it the old elder center yeah Uh i mean if if you go to the 9314 juan chito and you're lost um somebody will take you back there Uh, um you know nobody's gonna let you (laughs) get lost but it's it's not too hard to find and and just to add um our team has grown we now have another member in our team which is Yvonne Villanueva she's our patient care coordinator oh wow awesome so any questions on appointments referrals approvals and um, they can always give her a call okay so there's plenty of there, there's plenty of people there willing to help you yes. um, um, give us your 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 phone number again our PRC phone number is 915-858-2117 Okay, so a lot of awesome information. I know we probably maybe skipped over something. Yeah. So if you have any questions that weren't covered here today, just go ahead and give them a call there. You guys have been like absolutely wonderful guests here. Thank um, you. You know, thank, thank you. thanks thank for joining you for me. Us. And you're listening to the Daily Corn Mill on Cuba 101.5 FM. You said Elsewhere Pueblo. If you enjoyed this episode, you can pick it up wherever you get podcasts at Apple um, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we're Anchor. We're on uh, every, uh, just about every podcast platform. So get this episode and past ep- episodes there. You're listening to Cuba 101.5 FM LPs. That's all, sir.